What's up, goons? We're going at it. It's Notes of a Goon. I'm your host, Chris from Brooklyn. Chris Fega. I'm here, as always, with my stalwart producer, Michael Harrington. How are you, Mike? Stalwart as ever, Chris. I feel very great. We had a, a rousing night at the darts Dude. last week for my birthday. It was fantastic. We may or may not have been on drugs. I mean, for, for most of the night, I was not. I, I mean, I was on a lot of drugs. I got bullied into it, and my I still haven't That's recovered. Right. That's right. Peer pressure. Pe- yeah, dude. It was like a fucking... It was straight up an 80s PSA. Dude, it was fucking crazy what me and Stanley were doing to fucking Harrington. We were pushing him around. Give fucking pink bellies. Yeah, just fucking abusing him. They threatened to swirl it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny Polishuk had to calm us down with his Canadian fucking niceness. It was ridiculous. What's this all about, guys? Oh, come on now. It was the most, uh, you, you said this on Twitter, but it was the most important night in the history of North American darts. Dude, literally, I, I broke off from you guys to go home uh, a little bit early, and as I was walking to my car alone, I saw like four or five very defeated-looking uh, Englishmen walking mm. by me, and I looked, I looked them dead in the eyes and said, boys, best night in the history of North American darts. <laughs> and like every single group were like, oh, good shout, good shout. <laughs> Like, they were good dudes about it. Hell yeah. Shout out to Jeff Smith, the silencer. The silencer getting it done, dude. The, the Canadian Adam Carolla is what he looks like. Dude, he made it all the way to the final. Yeah, he did. Uh, uh, Michael Van Gerwen, of course, uh, demolished him. Uh, but he will be in the World Cup coming up next month, as well as the guy who won the North American tournament last year who wasn't even in it this year. He's going to be in the World Cup. Uh, Leonard Smith. Leonard Smith wasn't in it? I, I don't think won. so. That's a big black guy, right? Is he? Yeah. I don't know. There was definitely no big black guy. It was the whitest sport I've ever seen. Yes, it was uh, 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 the straightest place to be during the second day of Pride Month possible. Right, right. and like, dude, the, the the most fun part of it to me was uh, Billy Joel was also playing at the, the oh, yes. you know, the other garden. Who, yeah. who cares? The, the uh, double whitest thing yeah, yeah, you could yeah, possibly yeah. do. Also, I was thinking about this. You know they say uh, uh, Billy Joel... Has the record for most consecutive months headlining Madison Square Garden? Yeah. Uh, Bruno San Martino did that for 10 years straight. Every month he was at the Garden? Every month, WWF ran a show at Madison Square Garden that would sell out and was headlined for eight years straight because he was the champion by Bruno San Martino. Yeah, but that's more like, you know, the you don't, you don't give the individual awards like that for... Uh, I guess they do for UFC, actually, because Bisping yeah. told me... Um, they have like a policy at the garden where every time you sell out, uh, they make you a Tiffany's, uh, box of like one of the, like the ticket stubs. Oh, that's pretty cool. But it's like a, you know, like a nice Tiffany's plate. It's probably like, you know, a thousand dollar item or whatever. Sure. And you get that as a bonus for selling out. And he got that, uh, for selling out as the main event against George St. Pierre. Yeah. So I would assume then. Like WWE rules apply. Like, does McMahon get that every time the the WWE sells out? No, it was the draw for those garden shows. Primarily, I mean, I think you understand the main event of a fight card is the draw. Mm-hmm. The main and the draw, the main draw in the main event was Bruno San Martino. Arguably for the biz, I know he's your friend, but arguably before the Bisbing GSP fight, the draw was more GSP. Mm. Look, I'm more okay. of a Michael Bisping fan because I got more deep into the sport while he was on his fucking tear. True. You know what I mean? Like it was like that. Like is like that was when UFC became significantly more accessible to everyone. True. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, like, yes, I yes and no. I mean, legitimately, Daniel Cormier versus uh, uh, Curtis Blades or something like that. Uh, Derek Lewis mm-hmm. sold out Madison Square Garden. So I think it, it honestly is more the UFC than even GSP or, or Michael Bispeck. Daniel Cormier is a big star, and at the time, Derek Lewis was on a fucking tear. Okay. If you recall, he they made him fight. For, he said he did not want the smoke from D.C. <laughs> In the previous fight that he... Remember, he was like... Well, he beat Ngannou, right? And then he had another fight that he won. Didn't he beat Curtis Blades? Yeah, I think so. No, no, no. Curtis Blades was after. Um, so there was somebody. There was something in between those two fights. And he literally said, because it, it was a fight that he actually had to work for. And he goes, don't be talking about DC. You know I'm not ready. I got, I got the cardio for no DC. I think it was Volkov, actually. Yeah, maybe it was. It was the Volkov knockout the night of the Conor McGregor uh, Khabib fight. Yeah, so that maybe that's what it was. He didn't even want it. And so it's yeah. like, but arguably, like, people wanted to see him fight for the title because he was, he was fucking hot at the time. So you think, you think it's... I mean, DC is more of the draw than him. You think Bruno San Martino and Billy Joel should duke it out in a ladder match? If Bruno San Martino was still alive? Yes. No, his corpse versus, versus the corpse current, of Billy Joel. <laughs> versus a live Billy Joel. I might give it to the corpse... <laughs> right of Bruno San Martino. I think he, yeah, I, I feel just like, by virtue of being a paisan. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like I feel like Billy Joel's not going to be able to stand around a dead body for that long. Yeah, and he's definitely not climbing out of that cage for sure. Not so if he shows up dead and kills Billy Joel, I think that makes him the winner by default. Oh yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, because you can't, you can't, uh, you can't call a fight on a technical knockout if the guy's already dead. Right, right, right. right. He came. You rang the bell, dude. Yeah, yeah. You started the fight. Right. He's in this condition. <laughs> yeah. You knew what was going on. Yeah. Other guy just got to this condition yeah, exactly. and can no longer continue. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's doing exactly the same thing he was doing. Yeah, yeah. He's been dominating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like we can hit Bernie's too, but they play Mambo Italiano instead of Calypso music. <laughs> uh the whore from uh it's just the whore from uh uh fuck White Lotus season two singing the uh Dean Martin song. Yes, I get it. Oh, sway. No, no, no. The fucking, uh, when the moon Oh, that's Amore? That fucking, when that, when that Italian whore sings it, mm. that song's actually bearable. Okay. It's so good. All right. I'll yeah. take your word for it. But, so, we were talking about the darts. You sing, uh, 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 uh. So, the silencer, mm-hmm. pretty sure, he's either 46 or 50. Okay. One of the guys we saw who won, mm-hmm. one of the Americans who won was uh, 46. The other one who won was 50 years old. Okay. I'm going to go out on a limb. Happy 40th birthday mm-hmm. last week. We, mm-hmm. we addressed it on HSR. Mm-hmm. I was trying to act like I didn't know mm-hmm. and had your surprise cake and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think by 44, you could be on that stage. I, uh, I think competing. I have a significantly, from where I am right now, in darts, having never played competitively in any sort of league, and where I am in comedy. I am more likely to be on the stage of Madison Square Garden playing darts in four years <laughs> than doing comedy. <laughs> yes, that is honestly... Well, no. No. I think within four years, I'll be able to book at least at least the Hulu Theater. You, you, you believe that you will be booking a comedy show yeah. at the Hulu Theater, yeah. and whoever's headlining will take me... Instead of uh, uh, one of the other people that these people will take. Might have you hosting, but you'll be on the show. Okay. All right. I'll take that within four years. For sure. Okay. But what I guarantee can be done, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I can get that that uh, Hulu theater booking. 
for <laughs> at least one of the shows I work. Like, I'll figure it out. Okay. But I know for certain you could get on that stage. To play darts. Playing darts. At least as one of the Americans. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, No, you, we, we. The can... Canadians are nice. Canadians are dope. Yeah. But yeah, they yeah. got to have a token American or two in there. Yeah, exactly. Right? I and... think I can get there for that. Dude, the guy who yeah, the guy who was the who was the number one American player, he was like they they did it by ranking, mm-hmm. so they had like uh, the best American or like the eighth or ninth best American versus the eighth or ninth best world player. Now, why don't you think you can do this? I mean, I, I could. I just like that forty number isn't here yet. I feel like mm-hmm. darts is a sport you really don't hit your stride in until your fortieth birthday. Perhaps I'll tell you this though, as we've gotten more into like watching darts and shit, and like I always like, it's a very stupid thing. But I remember when I was a kid, my my grandmother I wanted a dartboard and she got me a soft tip dartboard, and I was like annoyed and was like this isn't a real dartboard. And now like I know that they have a soft tip world championship. There's a bull shooter world championship. You could win that for sure. For sure, it's a lower co- level of competition. I was watching it. Yeah, but it's like all right, fucking guys, don't make it to NASCAR day one. You gotta do the truck races. Yeah, you know that's fine. Yeah, but uh, what I'm saying is, is like, I guess why didn't I just get good at darts when I was a little kid? That's what I'm doing. I like wanted to. Well, because you didn't have a dad like me. Yeah. Well, you know what you got to get is what I realized is like with the soft tip board. One after we get past the magnetic board. For, yeah, for, yeah. For, we got to the, the magnetic board for the while first she's few still years. in diapers. Yeah, yeah. Until once she can walk though. Yeah, of course. But you know what you can get? I saw on Amazon. You can get a tripod. That's a dart tripod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can you can grow it with the kit. Mm-hmm. So you could start them proportionately, because you can't play even in, in there's a juniors tournament in PDC. You can't play until you're like I think twelve. So you can you you find the average height of a twelve year old, and that's the starting point of a dartboard because they're still using a regulation sized dartboard, uh, hung dartboard. So you just proportionately lower it to a four-year-old and then raise it every year. So by the time she's twelve, she's shooting at where the PDC. Well, maybe by but maybe by nine, you you have it at the PDC level. So you think you think three years of training at the PDC level before she's even allowed to enter a tournament? I think so. Dog. And then you have a female darts champion, and then people are gonna love that. I mean, legitimately. What darts needs right now? We can get our CBD sponsor, no problem. Bro, some of these guys are making a million dollars a year. Yeah. And this is a thing I can a thousand percent teach her to be great at. A skill she'll have for life. It's a trade. That really is. Yeah. Damn, dude. Alex is somewhere listening to this? Furious. Imagine when Saudi money makes it into darts, dude. Oh, yeah, the live of darts? Dog. Live darts? Live darts? She's going to be... Because if you're bad at it, they kill you. Yo, can you imagine she takes a billion-dollar Saudi deal, but she's got to wear the full carpet when she's playing? Mm. Dog. How tight Then she can fly. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, moving on. Get her a pet tiger. Damn, dude, I'm so hyped I'm a girl, Dad. Mike, New York City is... The dead city that came back to life. Sorry, we, we just did old business. You didn't tell me about how Portland was. Oh, we'll talk about that later. It's fine. Um, <clears throat> Mike, uh, 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 we got to talk about... The, New York City is blanketed in smoke. Blanketed. 
head to toe. We're tucked in. It's crazy. It's the dead city. It's it's back to life. Uh, uh, and we are blanketed in smoke. It's the, back to wh- death. Wild, wildfire smoke is covering us, and everybody is very worried about it. Uh, uh, I came in and sniffed you because you smell like a brisket right now. It's crazy. You're sweating like a, a hot beef that's been in a smoker for 6 to 12 hours. That's every day, though. That's, that's true. Day, but now with that fucking light Canadian maple smell on you, I'm very, uh, you know, it, it's a very crazy situation. Um, people are very worried about the smoke. Do, have you noticed this, that people are upset and they're worried and people are wearing masks outside? Yeah, people are terrified. I saw a, a, an article. like a war zone yesterday going outside. I saw an article from the New York Times uh, where they talked to some physicians and they said you should not wear like a surgical mask or a cloth mask uh, because that is not good enough to keep out the smoke. You need to wear a KN95 mask or an N95 mask. Um, here's what's funny about that. Thank God we have those now. Yeah, but here's what's funny about that, Mike. Smoke particles, <clears throat> significantly larger than viruses. Wait, by like a hundredfold. <laughs> And here's another crazy thing. For decades, they've been saying, if you are in a smoke-filled house, try to wrap your shirt around your face while you're trying to get out. That is like common fire knowledge. Um, The crazy thing about this whole thing is there's some statistics that came out. I saw this one. Pull up the first one I sent you. It's on the Erie News. Uh, Breathing in that level of wildfire smoke, meaning the peak of the wildfire smoke, and this is in Lake Erie where it's probably worse than it is here because it's further north. Breathing in that level of wildfire smoke would be equal to smoking 7.5 cigarettes within 24 hours. That much smoke could damage the lungs of the elderly, those with pre-existing conditions, and children. That is if you are outside for 24 hours. That could, you could, it would be the equivalent of smoking 6.5 cigarettes. Now wait for wait for real yes now is that what that meant I thought that meant smoking seven and a half cigarettes over the course of twenty four hours that's what I mean if you're outside for twenty four hours it would equal that you have smoked seven and a half cigarettes over that time or six and a half rather oh so that doesn't seem like that big of a deal to the average person that is currently wearing a mask outside um, on top of that can you pull up the next thing that I sent you uh. So this is from the NCIH that talked about wildfires. No, this was just a a study on how much time people spend outside per day. The average person spends 1.04 or 1.64 hours respectively outside a day. That means that in order to have smoked six cigarettes, you would have had to be out in the wildfire smoke 10 days. It's 10 days of this. It's six cigarettes. And people are very, very worried. I saw a guy, uh, I ran into a friend of mine outside uh, uh, yesterday, uh, uh, walked up to me wearing a mask, talking, bullshitting for a few minutes, pulled it down, lit a Newport. (laughs) And I literally go, what are you doing? He goes, nah, this shit different. And I go, yeah, it's not as bad as Newports. Um, It's a fucking crazy thing that people are worried about. I don't understand. It's not that big of a deal. And everybody is terrified about this. I mean, I can't take my daughter on a walk. That was really the only way it affected well, me. Yes. I mean, that is a baby. A baby should not smoke more than three cigarettes a day. Okay. Well, it's good. We're keeping Over 24 hours. And honestly, she should probably clip them and then come back to it. You know what I mean? She probably heard- shouldn't. And definitely not hundreds. That's 
You're not giving your baby hundreds, right? I heard that's worse, though, clipping it and coming back. It's more carcinogens that way. Perhaps, but I don't know if they can have all that smoke at once. You know what I mean? Spread it out throughout the day. Fair, fair. Yeah. These same New Yorkers are sitting at uh, currently, uh, or, or tomorrow, or the next day, or last week, are sitting outside eating food as buses drive by. <laughs> it fucking bugs me. And everybody's actually, I saw fucking Power 105 posted something that, uh, Power 105 posted something like, I don't see anybody sending New York thoughts and prayers right now. And I was just like, now here's something I need you to do, Mike. Can you Google wildfire smoke, Philadelphia? Is there wildfire smoke in, oh, look at that. Philly's dealing with it. Now, can you also do Boston? Because here's the thing. The reason why nobody cares that New York... The only reason why people are taking pictures in New York is because New Yorkers are self-involved fucking losers. It, we're just so overdramatic. Not everything is about us. The entire Northeast is dealing with this. And Canada, you know something? On fire. The whole country. On fucking fire. Can we all... New York? Can New Yorkers all calm the fuck down with complaining about the fucking smoke? It's fucking fine. It's not that big of a deal. Relax. You were here on 9-11. Your lungs have processed dead bodies. I think it can handle some sweet Canadian maple. Your lungs are basically bacon now, you fat fucks. Moving on. What's this thing about immigrants fighting the gays? They're not for it. They're not for gays. They're just not for the whole pride thing, man. Just the parades or just the gays? I think just the gays in general. In other places that are not, like, particularly not your typical white Western places, they don't like the gays. Yeah, they're not, they're not about that life. So, but you're saying here in America, mm-hmm. there's swaths of immigrants fighting the gays. Now, are they, they must all be proud boys. Uh, I do not believe so. You're sure? Uh, that does not seem to be the case. Mm. Okay. Uh, 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 do you have a, vi- you have a video for this that you'd yes, like to watch? Yes, I do. Let's take a look. Oh, hold on. Let me get some sound up in here. My bad. This is a school board meeting. This is a school board meeting in Glendale. In Los Angeles. Yes. Seems to be a fight between... Oh, there is no sound. What are the groups? Uh, Armenians? Oh, boy. Oh. Wow. Oh, that's some... Go- okay. Why don't you go help them, clearly gay guy? I think he's in a helicopter. Oh. He's in a helicopter with a phone? Because this is a phone video. Is it? Yeah, look at the zooms. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, oh. So I don't understand. Why, why, what are they fighting about? Uh, so there was just gay stuff going on. What do you mean gay? They were sucking each other off? No, there was... Uh, they wanted to do... Um, do, 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 do. Uh, Armenian-American men fight against Antifa and Farla protesters outside the Glendale, California school board meeting. Immigrant families have been furious that elementary schools are doing pride events. Uh, so I don't know if you've seen that. There's like a lot of videos coming out with like teachers who are uh, greeting kids on the first day of pride wearing like, uh, you know, rainbow onesies and, um, you know, like just the, the they're essentially, right, elementary schools. Because they're elementary schools, they're like, oh, 
this is a fun holiday that we can do stuff with the kids yeah. with. Same thing as Halloween or Thanksgiving. Like it's like instead of a hand turkey, they do like a, a, a hand rusty trombone. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you do yep. you put your hand out right, and this is the, the this is the mouthpiece, the rusty trombone, uh, otherwise the cock, and then the pinky is uh, where it goes in the butt. But it has to go like this because these are the legs. You know what I mean? Have to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this was the this was the thing. Um, there was a school board meeting mm-hmm. um, on Tuesday to oppose the anti-LGBTQIA. Um, What's hate- the I? Intersex? Yeah, I think so. IA plus. I, Get yeah. it right, you fucking bigot. Why is A... All right, it's hack. I'm not doing this. Here's the thing, is if you got the plus, if you have the plus, I feel like it should just go back to LGBT. It sounds better than even LGBTQ. That's too many letters. We can't have a NASA's four. You can't have a T then a plus. That's oh, it's hard to read. It's a hat on a hat. So then it's Q plus. So get rid of the IA. Yeah, I don't think you need that. Well, it's a capital T and then a lower and then a plus. Genuinely, LGBT plus, I think is fine. I'd be cool. Or it could just be Q plus. I like Q plus because then that's like owning that's owning the cons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Instead of owning the libs, they're owning the cons. If they call it Q plus, that's really gonna piss them off. Oh, it's like your Q, but better. Just call it Q plus. Yeah, it's my shit. Um. So what this is uh, essentially, they were um the 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 anti LGBTQ anti Q plus. Right. Uh, there was a school board meeting mm-hmm. that was essentially like, wh- all right, what's going on with these pride events? So. Uh, these anti people who were essentially, they were just a bunch of Armenian men mm-hmm. who were like, yeah, I don't want my kid going to school with all this gay stuff. Antifa gets a hold of that. And they're like, we need to mobilize to prevent these people from stopping pride events at these elementary schools. Mm. And that's it. This is literally, this is the kind of shit they're fighting over, <laughs> which is also kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of colors. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it on the show last year during Pride. We talked about, like, um, by adding the trans flags, you've actually added identity politics into the Pride flag. Because the pride, the things in the Pride flag were all about different points of life. Right. And oh. then we also found out that the reason why they removed the pink stripe wasn't to make pink not be the gay color. It's because, for whatever reason, at some point in the late 70s, pink dye became very hard to find. So that's why they actually, for a while, got rid of the pink stripe on the Pride flag. You know, pink dye is also hard to find now because of the Barbie movie. Is that true? Yeah. For they bitches' use, hairs and stuff? They used so much pink paint making it that it was just hard to get enough of the pink pigment um, for other stuff. Wow. Yeah. So now they can't even do uh, trans vagina plasties. They don't have enough pink paint to paint the pussies. Mm. It's great. And, and for Pride Month. <laughs> Ridiculous. Moving on. All right, Mike, uh, uh, we got to talk about uh, uh, one Christopher Christie, which, by the way, Superman villain name. What do you, Chris, like, it's just, first of all, his name should be Chris Crispy or Chris Crisco or Crisco Crispy. He's a big fat fuck. Crisco Crispy is. Crisco Crispy? That's a Flash villain. Dude, yeah, hell yeah. Because <laughs> he's, he's going to slip the Flash in the fucking grease, and then he's going to try to light him up with a blowtorch and make him crispy. I like it. Yeah, like Heat Wave, except with Crisco. Crisco Crispy running for president. Again, somehow. Morbidly obese. 80, 80 pounds overweight. Meanwhile, 80% of this country obese, right? 
Motherfucker couldn't win his home state. Went, was the first motherfucker to cuck for Trump. First guy. Running again. How can this... Do you remember how fat that idiot is? Remember when he fucking threw out the first pitch in a baseball game and he looked like Mr. Met swallowed his own fucking head? Do you remember that? <laughs> this fat bastard. This fucking fat fuck. Remember Bridgegate? That was a whole thing where he was so fat, he broke all the bridges in New Jersey. It, and you remember that one time that he fucking attacked the Empire State Building and then the Ghostbusters had to attack him. Do you remember that? Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> who could who could, uh, who could, could forget? Yeah, it's crazy. Now, do you, do you have any opinions on, for some reason, Chris... It just goes to show how much money there is running for president. He knows he can't win, Chris Go Crispy. Yeah, yeah, no, there's no way. By the way, also, shortstop from the Dominican Republic named Chris Go Crispy. We all know that's coming, <laughs> right? That, that's the Mets player. He was... Oh, hold on. Sorry, I got a phone call. Give me one sec. Okay, all right. I don't understand why you're taking phone calls during the show. Um... It's the it's the studio phone. Oh, okay. Oh, what's up? We got a uh, we have a guest. Uh, somebody who wants to talk to you. How to, somebody who just knows our record time and just happened to call right now, coincidentally. I think uh, yeah, I think well, you know, we're doing this right before HSR, so I think he was trying to be first in line because you know the phone lines are always jammed for HSR. Oh, that's true. Um, so who could this possibly be? Oh, my God. Governor Chris Christie has called, coincidentally, we were just talking about your triumphant uh, 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 call to action that you're running for president yet again. And maybe this time you will represent these large swaths of America. Uh, uh, thank you for calling in. How are you feeling today, sir? No power on earth can move the That's true. You, you, are, you, are, you are going... You, nobody can move you. That is absolutely true. You're gunning through the uh, primary season. But here's the thing. Some people might be worried about your health because of your weight situation. Uh, uh, what can you tell the people that might be worried about the way you feel about your health? That's true. That is, uh, that is a good point. Uh, 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 you can be healthy at any size. Is there anything with your personal hygiene routine or your personal uh, 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 health routine that maybe can give some people confidence that you're taking care of yourself? I wash myself with a rag on a stick. I'll be honest, I haven't heard that technique yet, but it seems like it gets the dead skin cells off, and that's very important for not being uh, chafed. And you don't want a chafed president. I actually very much agree with that. Now, what would you say your uh, uh, Ukrainian plan is? Uh, all right. Uh, uh, um, it seems that you have uh, uh, your your campaign manager has a thinks it's laughable that I would think that you don't have a uh, campaign plan. I'm very glad that you uh, have this Ukrainian uh, roadmap to peace. It was very well laid out that you just did that. I can't believe you know Chris Christie. You are known for destroying bridges, but now you're going to build bridges. You're going to be laughing out the other side of your chubby face. <laughs> Oh, my God. I think Chris Christie was just murdered somewhere. Um, I, I think he got disconnected. Did he, Mike? Yeah, I, I think, yeah. The, the phone I would have thought there. RFK Jr. would have been the first primary uh, guy to get murdered. 
It turns out Chris Christie, dead. You heard it here first, folks. Notes of a goon. Uh, this comes out Friday. Moving on. Let's talk about our fine friends over at YoKratom.com. YoKratom is the greatest sponsor we've ever had on this show. You know why? Because I fucking tore my labrum a couple weeks back, Mike. That's a good thing? No, it's a bad thing. What's good about it is I had a bunch of fucking Kratom in my house, and when I was in a lot of pain and inflamed, I took Kratom, and it helped my inflammation and my pain. Shout out to YoKratom.com, the home of the $60 kilo. $60 doesn't buy much nowadays, but it buys a kilo of Kratom, which if you have a torn labrum, very good for you. YoKratom.com, home of the $60 kilo. Moving on. Michael, um, you wanted to talk to me about CNN. Yes. Okay. Now, the CEO just got fired. Now, we have been trying to get a job at CNN as their comedy news program, which I think we are more qualified than Bill Maher. We're original programming. Easily. Uh, uh, we're more qualified than Greg Gutfeld. Mm-hmm. That guy is not funny. Greg, but Greg Gutfeld is, uh, is Fox. Yeah, I'm just, just saying. saying in general. In general. They, well, they're trying to compete with Greg Gutfeld. Mm-hmm. I think we could body Greg yeah, Gutfeld. Smoke Gutfeld. Smoke him. Just dead it in the water. He wouldn't be able to move. That's what he gets for not taking my writing packet. Um, uh, here's the thing. So you're saying you know you know the reason we got fired. Yeah. Uh, so the not fired. We're the not reason we were unhired. Fired, uh, there. I feel like there's probably been a bit of a uh, freeze on new hires uh, because the. Outgoing CEO is seems just like that. they have an extra job. Maybe they should make us the CEO. We'll be co-CEOs. That'd be sick. Yeah, be that pretty, works so good on we, Succession, dude. I don't know anything about Succession because it's super gay, uh, which is the kind of cutting edge humor I'll be bringing to CNN. <laughs> um, I will not watch Succession ever. Uh, so the um, yeah, so six uh, uh, they got rid of uh, they got rid of their CEO essentially because. Uh, for a year, said the N word. No, for a year, uh, he had a reporter from the Atlantic following him, okay, constantly. Like six a.m., he's going to the gym. This Atlantic reporter is there. They're doing a profile on him. Doing a profile, and he gave him. So he gave uh, uh, unrestricted access mm-hmm. to a reporter, mm-hmm. not from CNN. Not from CNN. When did rich people have dis- developed such large egos that they absolutely 100% needed to be famous? Um, well, no, I feel like that's kind of the whole thing is like we live in a culture where fame is more valuable than money. Yeah. Which is insane to me. It is. I don't know what either of the Koch brothers look like, and that's probably because they're currently fucking like a 14 year old somewhere. Yeah, dude, and that 14 year old's got the biggest tits you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. How crazy is that? That doesn't even make sense. No. No, well, they've been pumping her full of hormones. They've been breeding them. Yeah. They do, like, you know how KFC breeds the chickens to have larger breast meat and not be able to get away? Mm -hmm. That's what they do with their 14-year-olds. Yeah. Uh, Because they're going to eat her soon. (laughs) Uh, So, he he was there for a year. Mm -hmm. Um, Essentially, the the Trump town hall was a big blow against him. So, this is what they're... I kind of, like, heard some murmurings about this where they're saying that they tried to go centrist to lure in some Republicans, but it just alienated their... First of all, he's always got a new job being Trump's new hatsman, where he just follows Trump around putting various hats on him to deflect from other questions. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, he's the hatsman. 
Dude, that would rule. Yeah. That it's like the Kingsman, but for hats. That would actually rule. Yeah. He's, yeah. Um, just Trump has a different silly hat on. It. Well, it's just like if, a, if an interview starts going awry and he starts saying Trump stuff that can be construed wrong, uh, the former CEO of CNN just runs over and puts a wacky hat on him. Maybe a fez, one of those spinning beanies. Who knows? Maybe one of those Jewish guy hats, but it has like a Groucho Marx, but like curls on the side. Who knows? Uh, so Fox News made the point. He literally tried to turn CNN into a fair and balanced network and got run out by the inmates that are running the asylum. Mm-hmm. So uh, he, he is, like he had that whole thing happen. He had the, the you know, Don Lemon needing to be fired under his tenure. Gotcha. Um, the He got brought in after the CNN Plus thing went belly up. I see. Right? So that was where a lot of that change you were seeing with like Bill Maher coming in and and like all, a lot of the changes that were made over the last year were this guy essentially trying to win the right back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and while it did tank CNN, um, like really all, I don't know. I it, mean, CNN was on its way out. It felt to me like his strategy was to make Trump look as good as possible because nothing as good as possible to Republicans because nothing drove the ratings for CNN like Trump. Yeah, but that's fair. But it was also shitting on Trump that drove ratings for CNN. Right. But it's they they brought Trump on to shit on him. Mm. Like, did you watch that town hall? No. Okay, so it was essentially like uh, this woman, right, who who all of, like, you know, my parents and, and all their friends would call, like, an awful, Trump awful got there, woman. and he was just like, what you, I thought this was a pound town hall. Where's the horse? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, are you? Oh, miss, you'll be sucking my dick today. Uh, <laughs> no, no, like, no, no, I'm just a PA. <laughs> no, I'm here. To- put on this hat. <laughs> yeah, Chris just runs it with a hat. Yeah. Um, no, so essentially, they brought Trump on to uh, ambush him with, like, all of the things that a bleeding heart liberal, right, who watches CNN regularly, wants to call Trump out on, right? So, like, why he didn't tell people to stand down on January 6th, why he took the documents to Mar-a-Lago, uh, the, the, the trial with this E. Jean Carroll woman, right? Like, really getting at Trump and kind of shitting on him. But the way that, like, Trump took everything and kind of deflected it, one, made it very apparent, um, like, it, it made it feel like he was being ambushed, right? Which gets the the boomers back on Trump's side, mm-hmm. right? Because it goes from, as you've been saying, like him railing about how he was wrong to us seeing him being wrong and now wanting to have his back. Um, and it was just, you know, more like masturbation for the liberals, right? Gotcha. Let's make this guy answer for his crimes. So it 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 galvanized the left and made the made him a more sympathetic figure to the right who I watched see. it. So it was kind of a masterstroke, but. It was too good. <laughs> all right. So it didn't work at all. So masterstroke. Well, I mean, here's well, the, the CEO is now the former CEO of CNN having a masterstroke in his house dying. I mean, look. he's like, what the fuck? Luckily, I got this hatsman job to fall back on. So I'll say this, right? The guy who got um, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid to the Sixers. He didn't get to preside over that team as the GM by the time they were actually contending and, and had playoff success, mm. right? Because he built the foundation. I genuinely do believe this guy was building a foundation to get Trump back into the catbird seat for the Republicans. I see. Um, so that CNN's ratings would go through the roof. And the people at CNN were like, 
no, I morally object to anything relating to Donald Trump. And it's like, all right, well, you guys just don't want to have jobs in a year. Peace. Yeah, that's fair. They're fucking very dumb. Which means we'll probably have a show there shortly. Moving on. All right, this is a short show. Sorry, guys, but this is the last thing we got to talk about. Mike, can I have my traditional Ukrainian folk music, please? Because we got a lot of Ukraine stuff to talk about. This week, they're winning again. That's how this works. There's a little pull and a little push, and then they blew up a dam that was in Russia-controlled fucking space. This is, by the way, this is the national anthem of Ukraine. Um, uh, so... Ukraine blows up a dam, but somehow all the water spills into Russian villages. Uh, 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 they had to evacuate several Russian villages. It's, it's very strange, very crazy. Also, this came out. Um, Washington Post put this out. Three months before saboteurs bombed the Nord Stream natural gas pipeline, the Biden administration learned from a close ally that the Ukrainian military had planned a covert attack on the undersea network using a small team of divers... Of course they're small. Have you seen Zelensky? He's tiny. Uh, who reportedly di- who reported directly to the commander commander-in-chief of the Ukrainian armed forces. The plan provides some of the most specific evidence to date linking the government of Ukraine to the eventual attack in the Baltic Sea, which US and Western officials called a brazen and dangerous act of sabotage on Europe on Europe's energy infrastructure. The highly specific details, which include numbers of operatives and methods of attack, show that for nearly a year, Western allies had a basis to suspect Kiev in the sabotage. The assessment is only strengthened in recent months as German law enforcement investigators... Hold on. Uncovered evidence about the bombing that bears striking similarities to what the European service in, said Ukraine was planning. How fucking crazy. It's been a year. We're finding this out. We've In the interim, since this has happened, where... If it wasn't us, it was them. Still seems like this might be a deflection on it not being us, to me. But if it wasn't us, it was them. And they uh, 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 blew some shit up. Um, fucking... It's a... Uh, uh, do we have to keep giving them money? Well, uh, Tucker... They're not even reminding us about the hot chicks anymore. <laughs> Did you see Tucker's thing? No, I'm tuckered out. Okay. Enough with Tucker. Every fucking week, it's a Tucker thing. He did say uh, that there are reports from Ukrainian military personnel, like intelligence, uh-huh. that said that they did fire a test rocket at that dam to okay. see if they could possibly blow it up if they ever needed to. Really? That's so fun. And now there's fucking literally Ukrainian troops going into like Russian villages and just like past the border and just kind of like invading a little it's like where does this where does this end it's like i thought the idea was get rush out i mean rush is not going to get out but still it's like so now they can go in there i thought it was just defensive this ends with putin dead he's not gonna live forever it's the only this is that's the only win the united states will accept on paper right now well that's the only win we can accept because we spent fucking look man whatever fucking we've been fucking I gotta look this up. Is poking the bear about Russia? Like that phrase, poking the bear, it's about Russia, right? I would assume. Um, It might be about Teddy Roosevelt. Who knows? I mean, it would make sense. 
Uh, the origin of the story is unknown. Some say it's... The expression comes from the imagery of what would happen if a person literally poked a bear. All right. I always assumed it was a, a, a World War II Russia thing. Hmm. Um, but apparently it goes all the way back to Latin. So who the fuck knows? Uh, but yeah, however, Russians are bears, and we have been poking them since the Clinton administration. And we probably shouldn't have. Boris Yeltsin was a fucking mess of a human being, so you can get away with that. Putin came in. Yeah, look. Don't poke the bear. That's a good fucking drawing. I'm just saying, it's fucking... More and more, I'm kind of like, all right, well, maybe if it's like... It's such a weird thing. I've been thinking about this a lot. When you start talking to people right now about the Ukrainian war, all these people that were... the And I'm a New Yorker. I'm a lifelong New Yorker. Most of my friends are progressive Democrats, or so they say. Um... Right after 9-11, New Yorkers were willing to look at the fact that this may have been blowback from U.S. foreign policy. No one is willing to acknowledge that what is happening in Ukraine might be blowback from U.S. foreign policy. That's, that's a very bizarre hypocrisy and juxtaposition. Correct? Well, you're defending... You're, you're a Putin bootlicker if you... Uh... You're defending a guy who for the last eight years, has been built as a heel by the American media. Yeah. That's all it is. And to be fair, the first person to poke the bear was Hillary Clinton as Secretary of State. That, like, go watch Putin's Revenge. It's a PBS documentary. That's state-sponsored media, according to Elon Musk. That's U.S. state-sponsored media. They literally go, Hillary Clinton brought, brought this on herself. Like, the interference. Like, that's PBS that said that. Like, this is Hillary Clinton's fault. It's like, it's a fucking crazy, and now there's no end to this. We can't, it can't end. And there's also a video, I saw a video recently, where there's a guy, like a Russian guy, posted on Twitter, and he just like said that all of the things where these companies supposedly pulled out of Russia, all fake. Wait, for real? All fake. Like so McDonald's, they, so is, McDonald's is not, it's, it's called like Macburger, but it's clearly just McDonald's. There was plenty of McDonald's stuff in Russia already. So I thought what happened was, like, essentially they just cut the Americans out of the system. Did they? Or is it just a fucking workaround? No, because if you're not if you're not a McDonald's franchise and you're not kicking up to corporate, then... Yeah, but they're just placeholding. It's not like they close those stores and they stop fucking funding those people. They're still selling them products. Even if it's not McDonald's, they're not paying franchise fees. They're selling them burgers. Food's still getting into Russia. Yeah, but McDonald's is is a real estate company. Yeah, at the end of the day, but they're they're just literally deferring their fucking real estate like fees. Oh, unless they still own that real estate, but they're not operating they're, the they're, McDonald's. They're not technically operating. Mac Burger is not paying them a yeah. franchise fee, but they are renting. And the they go, they on. go, they go. Look, we're gonna let you get away with this. As long as you put the fucking McDonald's signs back up, we'll pay for the new channel lettering. We'll let you not give us the fees for the new channel lettering, but you owe us back franchise fees. Boom. McDonald's is back. Same with the Apple store. Sells all Apple products. It's called something else. I think probably the Beat store. <laughs> Whatever it is. It's fucking... Look, this thing is fucking stupid and crazy, and it never should have fucking happened. We never should have saber-rattled and poked the bear. I don't, I'm mixing metaphors... I'm fucking tired. We're moving on. 
All right, Mike, we're wrapping this up. Anything you got to plug? Uh, no, I'm good, man. Uh, them Harrington on all social media. Okay, uh, yeah, at Chris from BKLYN, social media. And uh, I'll be at KP Burke and Friends on June 16th at the Dojo of Comedy East. Uh, come to that. Good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Say goodbye.